it's parlance. Is it what? Like the parlance of our times. Like, what is that word? Nothing sounds right now. Parlance. I no parlance. clue what you're saying. Parlance. So I just went with it. I was like, <laughs> they all sound wrong. They all sound wrong. Happy Friday. Hope everyone had a good week. Thanks for tuning in to the second episode of Two Dudes Named Ryan. I am Ryan Eintz, joined by Ryan Zwei. Yes, we went German on this one tonight. You'll see why in a little bit. Foley man, how you doing tonight? I have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> well, you wanted me to say Ryan numero uno and numero dos. So whatever you want to call it, I'm Ryan number one. You're Ryan number two. That's predetermined. There's no changing it now. It's been it's it's on record. <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm Ryan number one. Right on, buddy. <laughs> How was your week, man? I is hot. I am melting like a toasted cheeser over here, dude. It was 95 degrees today. I was at my son's little league game. 95. That is not fun when it has not been over 70 over here in Spokane. So it has been hot. It's getting towards the end of the school year, which I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, but man, the heat is just draining me. Yeah, kicked it up a notch over here too. But for the first time in my home ownership life, we have central air. So not too bad over here. I'm not minding it as much. <laughs> just the, when I had to walk my daughter to school, that's about it. So otherwise, I'm just sitting inside, chilling in the refrigerator. It's nice having central air. My, my house has it too. Takes that edge off at night. So if it gets just a little too warm, you just kick it on at night. It's perfect. I love that. Have you used the classic dad phrase when someone leaves the door open? We're not paying to <laughs> cool down the outside. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't busted that one out yet. I'm saving it. You have to go there. It Everything is a problem. Is, it's what we're doing, right? I, I yeah. don't believe any kid under the age of 10 is capable of shutting a door. I just, I don't think it's a possibility. They just don't have that in, in their brains. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the episode, huh? That was quite the chitter-chatter there at the beginning. What we're going to do, as we do on every episode, we're going to talk about what we're drinking to start off with. Then the next segment we have, which is also every episode, is called Top of the Mind, where we just kind of talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Usually one subject, one story each, nothing, uh, nothing too crazy. And then the third rotating segment tonight, we're going to be playing a game of this or that, where we each ask each other questions, basically making them choose between two things. So that should be a lot of fun. It'll be our first one of those. So let's get right into it fully. What's on tap, my friend? I'm sticking with the cheap beer vein, and nothing says cheap beer in Washington more than a Rainier. <laughs> nice. Ronnie A., you might say that, but vitamin R. I am doctoring my Ronnie up. I have in front of me, and I'm going to show you on the screen. Our viewers won't be able to see it. Cut up lime wedges, little lime wedges that I can stick through the the can opening. Got it in my coolie. It's lovely. Polishing a turd. I like it. <laughs> Ryan, a uh, couple things about uh, Rainier. Brewed in Golden, Colorado, not even Washington. Not anymore, Second right? Theme? It used to be in, in Washington. Because there's, the no there's their old brewery right downtown Seattle there. Okay, well, there you go. Second thing, probably the best ad agency or best creative. Old Rainier ads, fantastic. 
right? Yeah. Some of the some of the most quirky, cool ads you'll you'll have ever see. With a Rainier beer. The guy's driving a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. There's that one, and there's like, like the, the Rainier bottles. The bottles, like yeah. Running up, yeah. <laughs> running up the hillsides <laughs> and crossing like beer crossing and you see like a, a rainier like can cross in the middle of the road or something it's just fun stuff i do feel it's worth pointing out that we're not that old we were not alive when these commercials were aired at least i don't believe so those are all from the 70s maybe the 80s but they're definitely not oh, 90s we were... <laughs> definitely not why we were of drinking age that's for sure <laughs> well, you and i are both uh early 80s so yeah yeah oh man let's not talk about that let's talk about what i'm drinking I got a German beer, so that's why I was going with the, the, the German one and two there in the beginning. It is a Hacker Schorr. I have no idea how to say this. P-S-H-P-S-C-H-O-R-R Schorr. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. Um, it is a Weissbier. It is, yeah, you know, it's a wheat beer. So it's a big, tall can. It's got a little dapper-looking dude with the bow tie on there. I haven't even opened it yet. Man, here we go. I haven't done this on this yet, have we? So let's take a sip. Yeah, it's a beer. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's not bad, actually. It's got a nice little... Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Hefeweizen, Weiss beer. Germans in their wheat beer. Love it. Where'd you get it and why? I don't know. I, I, I go down to that Elizabeth Station down in... In Bellingham, and they just have like an entire wall of individual cans for sale, and that one just caught my eye for some reason. Maybe it's because the dapper little guy at the bow tie. I don't know. It's a wheat beer. It's a big can. It's good. All right. Well, you were telling me that besides drinking beer, let's since we're talking about beer, you have a funny beer story for our listeners here before we kick it off on the top of the mind segment. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this uh, beer story? Thanks for reminding me. I totally have forgot about that. Uh, yesterday after our running group, yeah, <laughs> we were sitting down having beers and, and like we normally do, I mean, it's a typical running group where you go and you have your three to five mile routes and then you and your buddies sit at some establishment and have a cold one and, you know, chill out. So, um, halfway through my beer and I feel something in my mouth. I was like, Ooh, what is that? There's at nothing was- worse in the world than feeling something in your mouth when you're drinking any liquid. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's not supposed to be there. And so at first my, my mind goes, oh man, it feels like a hairball. And I was like, well, that's just bad, bad news bears as it is. Right. So I reach in my mouth and I pull out a dead balled up spider. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And I threw it on the ground and I was like, I was just shocked, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got, I got to pick it up. I got to examine this." So I picked it up off the ground, Composure. held it in my hand, put it on the, put it on the table, and it was, it was like you know, curled up. Its legs had been like folded up, and it was, it was a dead spider. And like my friends were like, "What the heck is?" That? And so I called the bar, the barmaid over, and she came over, and she's like, oh, "I'm so sorry." I was like, "You know, that's." it's no big deal. Like we go to this place all the time. This is the first time in, in the six years I've lived in Spokane that anything's happened like that this. happened so to the like, other bars in town, but this is the first time it's happened here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it kind of shook me up there for about 10 minutes, but then I was like, you know what? Oh, who cares? Like, let's just keep this, let's just keep this train rolling. And then, uh, 
finished the night off pretty good. The only way to disinfect your stomach is to drink more alcohol. So I think that's <laughs> the only course of action at that point. That is horrifying, man. It's a good thing that my wife will never listen to this podcast because she doesn't listen to any of our podcasts. She would be horrified and she'd be having nightmares from that. She's deathly afraid of spiders. I'm not. I certainly don't want to drink one out of my beer, though. I would probably be the, not be as cool as you were about it. That's, oh, man. Oh, thank yeah, you for, thank you for mean, that story. What what are you going to do though? I mean, it just it's you just it was just sitting there on top of my tongue and I felt it like kind of squishy and it was just ugh, you know, and I pulled it out there it was just like this curled up dead. I mean, it was a pretty big spider too. It wasn't just like a little guy. It was it was a big one. Yeah, and I, I might have like, thrown well, it down, shattered my glass, screamed like a little girl. I mean, it, there's a number of things that would have happened that would have been bad. So Kudos to you for every composure. Sounds like you did it as as manly as you could. Maybe you'll be right number one someday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to the top of your mind since you just went with the story. I'll kick this one off this time. What's on my mind this week? Naming your kid after yourself. Let's talk about that. What do you think? What kind of person do you think names? Their kid after themselves. Do you think that's a vain thing? Do you think that's a tradition thing? What do you? How do you feel personally? I I, I'm going to kick it to you before I get into it. <laughs> how do you feel about naming a, an offspring after your your own self? What are your thoughts? Are, are we exclusively talking about first names? Yeah, yeah. I guess in specific, like the junior type situation or a second, like uh, you know, Joe Blow the second. So my father was named after my grandfather and they called him junior. At least his family did. It's common. I mean, yeah. So I think it's more of a traditional thing. I don't think you see it as much. You know, I think my grandparents, my, our parents generation, I don't think you like, you don't see it with, uh, with, with uh, like our friends as often. I don't have a problem with it. It just, I, I guess I never gave it two thoughts, but I, I think it's more common now with middle names. I don't think it's a narcissistic thing. I think it's more like this is kind of passed down. So you're going to be like the next Ryan in the group of many Ryans. That but somebody had you. to start this though. I th And I think you've, you've hit the caveat here. I think, and this is where my landed on it too. If it's already going, number one, now you got kind of obligated to keep it going, right? Do you be want a guy who breaks a tradition of being not being naming your kid Joe Blow the fourteenth? You know, <laughs> that's a really good question. W would you have the balls to do it? Could you break <laughs> the pattern yeah. that has been established? At what number is it acceptable? Like I'm only the third. That's not too bad. If you're like the seventh, though, you're locked in. There's nothing you can do about that. You're naming your kid after yourself because he's the eighth. There's just nothing that's going to happen there. One thing you can't do is call yourself the eighth or the seventh or <laughs> King Ryan, the third or something like something stupid. Like you can't like dub yourself some, some numeric value of Ryan's or uh, obviously I'm using that because of our name. Uh, Ryan, the first, I can't just call myself the first. So like when you see a professional athlete <laughs> with like the third on the back or the, you know, the, or the second on the back of their Jersey, I always just kind of scoff at that a little bit. That's kind of funny. Like John Law. Yeah, but is that is that paying respects to the the lineage like you're saying the tradition there? It's a good point, you know. You could look at it 
that is one for their point. grandpa. Yeah, that's one. That's one <laughs> way of looking at it. But this always just seems kind of like hoity-toity to me. Well, that's the thing. I, I just don't think there's any real good way to go about it. Maybe that's just the modern take on it. Like you said, it's not as prevalent nowadays. But would you personally, and, and I know you haven't, would you name your offspring after yourself? No. Um, so I have my middle name is my father's name, which was my yeah. grandfather's name. My son's middle name is is that as well. And so that was been passed down. However, I would have like a plan. Let's say if I did say, okay, uh, my son, I was going to say, okay, you're going to be Ryan. I wouldn't call him Ryan. I would, I would go with junior or like give him a, an initial, a middle initial that would like have that compound, like an RJ type of whatever R dot you put the letter in there, whatever it is. So he would be distinguished from me. Okay. So it's okay, but separate distinguished. Yes. So, so I think where we've landed is you don't want to be the one who starts it necessarily. You don't <laughs> want to be the one who ends it. And if you are happen to be someone who does it, do you, you do try and hide it? Like you're saying, if it's, if you're a basketball player on your Jersey, do you put the third on there or not? Listeners, you got to let us know. This could be the poll question for this week. It's, it's a, there's a lot to digest here and unpack. I wasn't sure how much talking this would generate, but I'm glad we had some discussion about it. I just thought about the other day. I was like, who names their kid after themselves? Is that vain? Is it just like you want to pass down your legacy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, definitely don't blame anyone for doing it, but I just wanted to, to see your thoughts on it. Okay, Thorny, I, I realized what the worst version of of this name passing down is it, it has to be if you're a girl and your dad has to pass down the name and your dad's name is like Jerry, but he's only had girls and now you're Jerry Ann. <laughs> That's gotta be the worst. <laughs> yeah. Well, that actually brings up to something else I was going to mention. If we had time for it, does this doesn't really happen in the uh, women's side of things? Does it? Yeah, I haven't noticed that. That's a good question. And I don't know if that's typically because the women typically take the man's last name and I don't know, like you could still name, it's all about first name in this scenario. So why don't you just name your uh, Sherry Blow in this Joe Blow scenario, name the daughter Sherry. I don't know. Sherry Blow the second. <laughs> How come women don't get the, the, the numerical treatment? That has to be and some sort guess, of like a historical yeah relevance to it so <laughs> all right right all right yep let's move let's put a cap on that one what's on your mind my friend what's at the top of your mind ah so this is something that i have a conversation i have with my wife almost yearly and it's the thought of summer anxiety for me i get pumped up when summer comes i am ready to go to the beach and ready to go on vacations I am ready for school to get out. I am a teacher, so that means something totally different to me than it does my wife. My wife, like most of us, is a working, an adult, and she is not a teacher. She always tells me that she gets summer anxiety. It's some sort of mixture of FOMO and just like, oh man, she's not going to be able to do everything she wants. Uh, it's It's going to be too hot. It's she just has this anxiety of like things happen during the summer and she won't be able to participate in them. And so I was like thinking, I was like, is this FOMO? Yeah. Like fear of missing out? Yeah. Like I said, FOMO. So I didn't know. Sorry. Is this a thing? Ryan, do you get summer anxiety? 
Well, I'm going to this year because I have no daycare lined up for my kid like I have every other year. So, But normally, no. I would say definitely not something that's uh, a general occurrence for me. I'm pretty worried about what I'm going to do for childcare, trying to work a full-time job while having a kid at home. Uh, but other than that, no, no, I wouldn't say. The only anxiety I ever have is the fact that I'm almost always overweight and I don't like uh, wearing summer clothes because I like to layer up and hide my fat. But <laughs> other than that, no, now I would say I don't really have any summer anxiety. Do you think this is more common than I'm thinking it is? I don't know. I'd have to pull my wife. I'd have to ask her, do you get any anxiety for summer? It's a good question. Maybe that's the Twitter one. That's a good question for people listening in. You know, let us know on Twitter, Two Dudes Ryan. That's T-W-O. I spelled out Two Dudes Ryan. Do you have summer anxiety? I can't say that I do. I can't say that I have any anxiety over anything it's seasonal. <laughs> Other than the fact that, like, uh, I know fall is football season. That gets me pumped up. I wouldn't call it anxiety, though. Do you have a favorite season? Fall, fall, fall. Yeah. Fall's pretty special. I, mean, number, I love the, the leaves. I love the temperature where where we typically live up in the north, northwest. And f- football, if I already said that, doesn't matter. I can say it twice. So, yeah, fall's by far the best season. Right on, buddy. Well, we're going to have to do a little research on this summer anxiety. I did do some, um, like, Google research on it prior to this week because I've been thinking about it a little bit more. And uh, so seasonal depression, very real thing. Uh, yes. Most of the time, it's during, you know, the winter months when you have less light, dreary weather, all this stuff. But, yeah. like, 10% of the population do get summer depression. So it's a very real really? thing for 10% of the population out there. 10% of people get depressed during the summer. Huh, interesting. I, I wonder what, the, I wonder why that is. That's very interesting to me. I have central air now. Why would I have any anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> You're living like a king. I, like I am. That. Our old house, man, it would, we had a temperature gauge in there. It would get in the nineties inside the house sometimes. Ooh. You can't sleep. You can't no. do anything in that. You're just sweating. No, you're putting baby powder everywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, is that the end of the summer depression discussion? I think so. All right. Sorry, I didn't have much to offer on that one. Look, I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. Haven't experienced it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move into our this or that segment where we ask each other to choose between two things and then. There's going to be a little bit of debate on it, and then we're going to give you where each person lands, and we'll move on to the next question. I think fully, I think you're going to start us off on this fun, on our first, uh, as everything we're doing on this podcast is the first iteration of it, so uh, we're going to see what works and what doesn't, but let's kick let's kick it off, my friend. Right on, and uh, this one's uh, from, inspired by El Presidente, David Portnet, Port, oh, David, oh my gosh, I just forgot his last name, I'm going to start Portnoy. over. Portnoy, <laughs> there it is. Thick crust or thin crust? <laughs> Man, I am all about the thin crust. I, If you know anything about me, texture, crunch, I love crunchy everything. If there's two versions of something, there's a crunchy version and a not crunchy version. I'm always, always picking the crunchy version. Thin crust by a landslide, though it's not very filling. That's the, that's the only downside, but the texture. How oh, about you, my friend? Yeah, I'm with you on the thin crust. It has to have all like right. that char. Like, you know, if it's an oven-baked pizza... We were, uh, my wife and I were just at a oven baked pizza joint over the weekend and the little black crispy parts on the very end, 
which my wife was like, you don't want to eat that. I was like, no, save those for me. It's the best part. That's the best part right there. I worked at a pizza place uh, when I first moved out to Washington and the, it was a wood fired pizza place and they, you wanted to be, they called it kissed by the oven. Those were the little kisses, mm. the little burn spots there. And my, my joke was always when you burn the pizza, like, well, that one made out with it, made out with the oven. That's a little too much. <laughs> Throw the pizza away or uh, give it to the employees and they eat burned pizza, whatever. We've all done it. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad that you picked food topics because I got a food topic for you. Pancakes or waffles? Definitely waffles all day. You're a waffle man? All day long. Is that is that the same thing where it's uh, the texture? Crunch, they're a little bit crunchier generally, not always, but yeah. So like you, I do enjoy a good crunch. Uh, that's well established in my life. I think with waffles though, you get, I just, well, I can't even say the toppings because you can put the same toppings on pancakes as you can waffles. Yep. Yeah. It's a texture thing. I, I don't think I've ever really thought about it, but now, now you're forcing me into this conversation. It's gotta be a texture thing because it can't be really all that much else. Because I do like the fruit in the waffles as well. I do like fruit in in pancakes. I do like chocolate chips in pancakes. I do like chocolate chips in waffles. But I feel like, okay, so I think another thing, Ryan, I feel like you can eat one big waffle and be satisfied. What is like the appropriate amount of pancakes? Like two? Depends on what else you're having with it. But if you're having just pancakes, man, you need, you need like three pancakes. Three? Okay. So, well, I guess it depends on what size <laughs> too, right? That's true. That's true. All sorts of factors here. Yeah. The density of the pancake. But uh, waffles for me because, man, they got the little syrup pockets. They got little just things to hold little bowls of syrup in there. And how is it? You just cut into it and it's like oozes all over. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Waffles. Waffles for me for sure. And when it's mixed with the half-melted butter and the syrup, that marriage of that in that little pocket is just waiting for you. Delicious, right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of like that big dollop of like whipped butter that places put on there. They're pancakes or waffles. Do you like big when, fan? Do you like when syrup gets on bacon? Yeah. Oh, I like when syrup gets on, on everything. Come on, man. Like no syrup. They make can't like candy. Touch the bacon. They make candied bacon, man. It's just basically sweetened brown sugar bacon. You can make every single meat sweet, and it's delicious. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not an all the time thing. I wouldn't do it on purpose, but if it happens, it's not going to bother me. Or hit us. Okay, I'm going to stick with the food. Got a couple of them, but I'm going to stick with this one. Yolk or no yolk? Oh, man. I would do all yolk if possible. I love yolk. I love a runny yolk, an oozy, velvety, creamy yolk. Give me all the yolk. I think it's got to be balanced out with the whites. I can't have too much yolk. It's, it's a yin and yang thing for me. But Eggs Benedict is basically yolk sauce on top of more yolk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad like they it's all eggs benedict <laughs> fair enough that's a hollandaise sauce is ba- yeah it's just egg whites with butter it's just it's so unhealthy if you think about it but yeah i love egg yolks man i've, di- I've discovered recently i don't like them too runny i like to cook them until they get like a, a thicker velvety texture but yeah oh man i gotta have runny egg yolks every single time all right I'm going to, uh, most of my questions are food related, but I'm going to pivot because we've been doing food. So what sound, what sports sound is better? A swish or the crack of a wooden bat? Oh, even before you even asked me, is the crack of the bat. Yeah. I thought you would say that you're a big baseball man. 
no doubt, is such a sweet sound. And it can't be replicated when you're watching TV. You have to be live. Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to go with Swish on this one. I just, I love that sound, man. And that one definitely can't be replicated either. But when you're when you're shooting hoops and you get that, oh, there's just nothing, nothing better than the Swish. I actually, uh, maybe at some point we'll do a whole episode on best sounds in sports because there's other ones there too. But I, I would say I put the crack of the bat in there specifically for you. I, I don't even think I'd have it in my top three, but Swish number one. And uh, yeah, yeah. So we land on a different one. We find this agreed. Man, I could watch a montage of just like home <laughs> runs. And I do, you know, you, you go down the rabbit hole of YouTube sports videos and you're just watching like the crack, 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 crack. You're just watching guys just jack dingers. It's awesome. I love it, man. Uh, yeah. The I crack fall asleep to like a, a white noise montage of swishing nets. <laughs> <laughs> Has to be a wooden bat. You can't. Get that aluminum junk out of here. <laughs> That's that, that that doesn't belong anywhere in the top 50 sports sounds. Uh, a boxer punching another guy in the face is a better sound than the metal bat. Gotcha. All right, uh, Thorny, I got one for you, buddy. This or that, road trip or fly? Road trip. Grew up road tripping. You're probably going to say the same thing. We're from Montana. You have to drive two hours to get anywhere. So we basically, I mean, that's all the road tripping we did when I was a kid. We went down from like Montana all the way down to Bryce Canyon, all the way down to Phoenix one year. We road tripped everywhere, hours and hours and hours in the car. Big road trip fan. Hope to hope to do more of it with my own kids. Although as a dad, it's way less fun. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> road trips for sure. No way. I hate road trips. I, my father, Why? I don't, it, it stems from when I was a little kid. My father would say, Hey, we're going to go for a drive this afternoon. We're going to have some fun. And I hated going for drives. They were just so boring. It's oh. never left me. I just like getting to the destination. I do not enjoy the time in between. No, if I can fly, which I don't do often, but if I could choose to fly, I would, I would choose that every single time over road trip every single time. Okay. Man, I, I disagree, man. Playing like games, like those are only fondest memories. You build memories in cars. You don't build memories in planes. You don't, me there. you don't remember. You don't remember flying from Spokane to Salt Lake City. You don't remember the flight. If you drive it though, you remember that trip. It's all about the memories. But it takes away from your time during the trip. But it is the trip. Yeah, that's what you're saying. No. To me, like getting to Salt Lake is is the trip. It's not the time in between. It's not going through the the crappy deserts of Central Washington. I could care less. No, and and see my car too, Ryan. And here's why I get a little bit upset about this because I'm the one who's always driving, and that's by design. Yeah. You know, we play a little cover coverage zone with the wife. The wife takes care of the snacks and the kids in the background. You know. So as as you can continue just to to drive along, and my car, I have a. I have a car that doesn't have tinted windows. And for some odd reason, I always get stuck on the side where the South side where the the sun is coming through. So two hours into the chip, I'm just toasted, man. I was just crispy. My like the left side of the face is just bright red. It's just been beaten <laughs> down with the sun the whole time. My forearm hurts. My, my wife is just going, I'm so cold because I've been pumping the AC the whole time. And she's over there in the shade. Always so you're like the opposite of the of the uh, old cartoon where the like, the rain cloud just follows one individual per, <laughs> yeah. individual person. The sun just follows you and just burns you. 
It's kind of like I'll a take Mar- the rain cloud. It's kind of like this or that. Rain cloud following you, a sun following you. <laughs> Did you ever play Mario two as a kid? Probably at home on this piece yeah, of paper. Yeah, the air, the, like the the mean son, the angry son, the evil son oh, follows yeah. you around and like yeah. tries to take you out. So yeah, that, that's how I that's feel you. like when I drive. So that's me. That's you. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. All right, all right. Going back to food now. Going back to breakfast, bacon or sausage? I'm gonna I'm gonna choose I'm gonna choose bacon. I like all the sausages though. You know, there's many different types of sausage. That's the that's the hard part, though. There's one kind of bacon, basically. I mean, there's more kinds, but let's be honest. In America, there's one kind of bacon. <laughs> there's none of that cottage bacon or breakfast Sunday bacon that other countries pull out. No, thank you. But sausage, you got links, you got patties, you got like chorizo. You got so many different kinds of sausage for breakfast. But I love bacon. It's a hard one. I'm choosing sausage, though. Wow. Sausage I'll tell guy. you why. My main thing, and um, anytime, and I hit up more fast food restaurant breakfast than I should ever admit to doing, but man, any, anytime you ever get any sort of breakfast burrito or breakfast biscuit or anything like that, sausage is way more filling. The little bacon on there, like two pieces of bacon versus like a big fat sausage patty, one's filling you up, one's not. Didn't know you were a sausage guy. I like the sausage <laughs> in my mouth. Oh gosh! Well, okay, right. well, so give me your <laughs> give me your quick ranking of sausage sausage products. Uh, I mean, patties probably number one. Sausage patty. We're, I'm sticking with breakfast here. We can, I mean, you can go all sorts of different things, but yeah, breakfast for uh, is a patty, then the link, and then just ground up, crumbled up into like a, a scramble. Uh, and then chorizo, chorizo and eggs. So good. All of those are like right on par with bacon, in my opinion. Mm. <laughs> All right. I'm probably missing some kinds of sausage, but those are the, those are the best ones. And pancakes, you can take a sausage link and roll it up in there. You can't do that with a waffle. <laughs> a little pigs in a blanket. That's good. Pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah, pigs in a blanket. That's uh that's classic. Can't do it with that bacon or waffles. All right, Ryan, I'm going to hit you with one more for me. Okay. Okay. Dine-in or take-out? Well, you're just asking in the middle of a pandemic where most of us haven't really eaten in all that much. So I miss dining-in. So yeah, dine-in right now for sure. It's always a mess with the kids. We have kids. It's awful. They're jerks. No one has any good time. But I I miss not having to worry about dishes. Even when you bring takeout back, you still got a mess to clean. You go to dine-in, it's their mess now. You deal with it. Wait, staff. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going dine in. Probably have to agree with you on that. Better conversations happen in dine in. I, I am looking forward to getting past the kids stage two, where you don't have to worry about just like the craziness that is kids. And so when, I guess when you get that, a chance to go on a date with your wife, that is always the best when you get to sit down at a restaurant that you hadn't been to in a long time. It's awesome. All right. Well, you know what? I think we're running long here, so I'm going to go ahead and put a cap on this episode. That was some good banter on the this or that. Thanks, everyone, for uh, tuning in. If you found us randomly, appreciate it. Give us a rating, a review, a like, anything on any of the podcast platforms you listen to. You can check us out on Twitter. That's basically the only place we exist right now. Two Dudes Ryan. That is T-W-O because I spelled it out. Two Dudes Ryan on Twitter. And until next time, we're Two Dudes Named Ryan. What I said